Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. I like the 30-foot boat. I like the 30 with, with the double ends. Right, the, like somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I like the middle there. Because uh, I agree with you. The, the bigger they are, the harder it is to move. Uh, not that the smaller one, it's easy to capsize because if everyone plans well, long-term, then you're really a mid-sized boat for the most part because you can move well and you can pivot and you can, you can take the big wave, you know, because you're, you're. That's fair. That's fair. I guess I don't, I don't really do boating. The truth is the last. <laughs> few times I've been on a boat it's been a jet ski sure. um <laughs> I'm good with the jet skis um but yeah no I'd agree with that right like the size that I love working with which is around the size of my company as well right now it's like the 2030 employee like the beginning of the mid-size you still everybody kind of knows everybody you still know what's going on you can still move quick you can deal with changes and I'm sure as, you know, my own company grows, I'll be like, you know, the best size now I think is 50. You know, the best size now I think is 70. Right, but at right. the moment, I'm happy where I am and the companies that I deal with. So how has your business been affected by what's going on? Have they just frozen all construction? So it's twofold. So construction projects that are yeah. underway are moving forward because you can't stop construction because that's just going to just accelerate that change order. And uh, there, there's a phase. There's and it'll just add so many costs and layers. Yeah. 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 It just, it's so they are moving forward. If they're in pre-planning, those pre-plans are moving forward. They're moving forward because uh, we may not be in uh, what we call, I'm trying not to use words that people don't understand, but we may not be in uh, a DD or a design and deployment stage, a design and construction, right? It's all pre-planning. So all the pre-planning is still happening. We're meeting, we're talking, we're engaging. It's the projects that are on the on the thought. Do we need a new OR? Do we need a new tower? Do we need to renovate? That's frozen. We're done. Those are not happening. And that's what's scary because here's why. When you look at just renovations at all, or whether it's one room or a brand new tower. One room, because of ACA, now ACA is an organization in Florida that is kind of the governing body for all new construction or renovations in the state of Florida. So if all of that is halted or stopped, there's what they call a three-month stand-up review. So just to get approved, to get the 50% construction documents, CDs, it's three months. Then once you get wow. the three months, then it's another. So one project to get to the point here could take anywhere between a year and a half to two years. So when you're dealing with million dollar rooms, $4 million rooms, $100,000 rooms, doesn't matter. When you stop that process, you, you automatically take it. Yeah. Yeah. So Right. So I mean, you, right now, your business is still chugging along from what was, but mm -hmm. there's a gap in the train cars. Yes. There's going to be a hole. Yep. Yeah. Got it. 
Mm-hmm. So do you have a plan? So like, you know, it's coming at least, right? Cause you know, the flow, like I always say to my business owners, you know, they're like, and, and you're in business so long, you, you obviously know this, but a lot of people, every business is seasonal somewhat. I, I can't say every, most, most businesses are somewhat seasonal, and, you know, some more than others. Exactly. But, you know, you have this kind of like up and down flow and the people come to me and they're like, what do I do when it's quiet? I said, get ready for it. It's busy. Right. Right. Or figure out another project to do in the quiet time. If you're super seasonal, like I had a guy who was, his business was the equivalent of beach chairs in a cold like northeastern town you know like you really only got summer dude like you really don't have anything else to do during the year we can either think of something else to do with the equipment or have another business that runs during the year um something that's that extreme but like have you thought like what are you going to do because you know not worried. Come. yeah i'm not worried at all because a lot of it is i'm trying to break this down the right way there's enough business out there right now where like my focus is to get more tactical, strategic on converting and flipping business. So if I have a competitor that's out there trying to do something, then I know that I have to get pretty competitive to make sure that we can do that. Okay. And prove to the reason. So uh, it goes back to the ABCs, right? So you kill your current customers with kindness. You make sure you over deliver. You make sure that there is absolutely no way that if they want to divorce you from that, it's going to hurt both emotionally and financially and deeply because you're the only person they could ever consider. That's my approach in the whole thing. Uh, healthcare is, it's a, it's a weird cycle. I like this. And right now, yeah, it's an unprecedented time. I'm not at all worried. These projects will pick back up. Uh, we're not struggling at the moment. We're still very, very busy. And, you know, moving forward, uh, it's just, I, I see the same thing happening. I'll give you some predictions. Uh, I think that, well, I should not use the word think. I know that this is going, a lot of the physicians and surgeons, they're all nervous and they're all eager. They're eager because their bottom lines have all plummeted like everyone else's because elective surgeries were temporarily Yeah, postponed. they froze all the electives, everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's so funny because everyone, people look at healthcare as just like one bucket and there's so many buckets like oh well you're in medicine things must be great it's like no like i was speaking to one of my guys and he does like elective abdominal procedures he's like yeah i'm basically on vacation <laughs> yeah he's a plastic surgeon it sounds like right um yeah something like that okay yeah so and he's probably cash in hand so he, he has more cash than he knows what to do with which is fantastic. He's, they're doing very well hang out in the home theater they're fine yeah, pretty good. <laughs> They've got what to do. <laughs> right. So when you look at the, the business models that are there right now, so with all the elective-based surgeries that have been canceled, uh, these surgeons are pretty much eager to get back. So they've told me we fully expect to be working eight days a week because we have to now catch up with the people. They, now they have to phase and prioritize. So now the people who absolutely need and require a surgical procedure, they have to be first. Then everyone else falls in after that. So I look at that and I'm looking at um, ambulatory surgery centers, the smaller. I'm looking at hospitals. I'm looking at mobile clinics, mobile sites. What can we do? Right, because now you need to clean up the backlog. Yep. I love that. And I just just have to point out for for the listeners, because, you know, when crisis hits, who you are comes out. And this is in, in any phase, you know, now we have a, a global situation, but it's true 
when anything hits, right? Whether it's a personal, like a small thing, like you cut your finger. Do you mm-hmm. scream and blame the person who was talking to you when it happened? Or do you say, oh, need a bandaid, right? And it's who you were up until that point right. that gives you your reaction. And, you know, like I said, I work with small business owners. Some of my clients were almost unaffected. Um, the industry just, it, it didn't really matter to them. Very few of them. Some of them business was hit really hard and some of them business is booming because they're like right in the thick of things right. you know like imagine they're in groceries they're not i don't have anyone in groceries but like you know they, they're doing real well um one of my guys and i feel like this i'm comparing to kind of what i feel like you're doing he was hit really hard he had investments two different businesses and a consulting gig going and all of it dropped the investment tanks the both businesses were hit for different reasons almost dead and the consulting gig got dropped because the company you're consulting with got hit really hard, you yeah. know, and who are you up until that point? Right. Cause then you, some people curl up in fetal position. All right. right. Listen, I had a whole lot of good things going and I'm clearly going to die now. Um, and he and I were, were chatting throughout and his, you know, kept his morale up. He's like, it's okay. You know, we'll figure out what's next. Spoke right. to the guy yesterday, five figure consulting deal, two of them. Wow. Just came through, plus a new business venture they didn't talk to it. And, and this is just kind of what I feel like you're saying. You're like, you know, where's the opportunity? It's not like, oh, oh, no, what I've been doing isn't happening. Oh, gosh, okay, I got to start planning. I got to start doing it. It's like, okay, you know what? Okay, what's my prediction? What's likely to happen to the market? Oh, they're going to need something like this. And for guys, all of you listening, that's the only thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's not like that's one of the things you can do. That is the only thing you can do. Yeah, find the gaps. Uh, I I. One of my really good friends, uh, Dwight Hines, uh, he and I, when I was working for a different large corporation, he and I were the ones running the town for the most part, uh, making sure we're taking care of uh, customers, solutions, projects. And we looked at each other and I remember, uh, I'll give you a situation, is there were some things that lead times didn't meet, okay? So we took the existing stuff we broke it down and we rebuilt it on site. We, oh, wow. we didn't miss ACA. We didn't meet, uh, miss the project deadlines. We found a way to get it done because if we didn't get it done, we were done. When I say we were done, we were going to lose millions of dollars in business. Millions. Oh, wow. So, and I'm saying we're going to lose millions of dollars over probably like 100000 And I'm like, that's not happening. No, thank you. Go get the tools. Let's go. And he's like, what? I'm like, just do it. Go. He's like, this is not approved. Don't worry about it. Go get it. And we, we, did, it. we, did, it right, we did it the right way, but we really did. We did it the right way. We did it with care and we did it with intent. We made sure that no one was going to get hurt. It was because if not, we, I, I was fully prepared to go sit down with the customer and say, look, like we're going to miss this deadline. Here's why. Uh, but yeah. I knew from their you know, standpoint, it, it, that couldn't happen, Scott. We need you. You promised you deliver. And that's what we did. We just found a way. I love that. I love that. Um, so tell me a little bit more about the podcast. Like where can people find you? They find you on the podcast. Um, what, because it sounds like the podcast is not quite what your business at. Like it sounds like they're two different things just connected to the same industry. Yeah, it is. And I'll tell you what my, my long-term goal is with the podcast is, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, my largest frustration in healthcare is that it's a rat race every day that is not repeated on efficiency. And it really drives me crazy. It really does. 
and I don't want to be part of that anymore. So as good as I am at what I do, um, I'm developing my own exit strategy is what I'm doing. So that's where I came up with Healthcare 360 Media. And the purpose of Healthcare 360 is that's the podcast full name as well. So we have a full podcast, uh, Healthcare 360 podcast. It's now Healthcare 360 Media. They have the whole plan around it. And the execution of that is going to look like this. In three years, I'm out. I'm done. Uh, I'm taking that over full time. Uh, right now, I'm just building it up. We're developing different models behind it. And we answer one question. That's it. Had people known there were other options to consider or exhaust, would they before they made the final decision? Because like we first talked about in this podcast here is that health care is compartmentalized, but nature never intended to be that way. So why are people being forced or being told or being directed, whatever adjective you want to use there, at uh, following through with certain medical advice? Now, yeah, there's some that's great, there's some that's not so great, okay? And the reason for that is uh, uh, Lonnie uh, Stromo, who is an innovator, and he's also the CEO of Pops Diabetes, talked about this yesterday, we both talked about it, is that because it's designed around a payment system, which is bullshit. Okay, so if you can have a payment system around it, then it has to be good because you're making money off it. So how many times do people get frustrated? It's like, why do I need to go for a follow-up to an office where I have to pay another $40 for someone to take a look at me versus telehealth? <laughs> what if I told everyone right now today that in about five years, you're going to see the first signs of virtual physicians on their phones? There's, 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 I, wor I worked with one of my clients was in telehealth already three years ago. Yeah. But he was just, it was a little premature. It was just budding. And now, of course, it's exploding because yeah. suddenly telehealth is a valid way to visit your doctor. Well, sorry. But those are that. magic. 3,500% growth in a month and a half. 3,000. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. No, you can't, even, you can't even equate the dollars in that amount of short of time. It doesn't make sense. Do you have 110% growth or 80% growth? That's fine. 3,500% growth. Boom. It, 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 it's, it's changing the entire landscape. So we also talked about this where, think about this one. Uh, and this is just thinking outside the box, but now we truly have a global economy. This virus, this global lockdown just opened up the global economy. It's crazy what it just did because now these physicians and surgeons and hospitals are no longer competing locally. Now they're competing nationally because they now made available telehealth. Right. So let's put all of their services, or not all, but many services are now available. Doesn't matter where you right. are. Right. So think of it this way: How many professional athletes have we known went over to Europe, where they have less of an FDA requirement? to go get a particular knee procedure or a hip procedure to heal their bodies faster, they can come back to the States and make the million dollar contract, right? What's stopping us now from doing the same thing? Just exploratory, nothing. Interesting. Nothing. So very interesting. the whole market just changed and no one knows what's gonna come. So here's uh, where I'm actually putting out a video soon on LinkedIn. And I actually have to record the whole thing still and stitch together and everything else. But um, right now, there's a company out there that can actually take your blood pressure from your wearable. Samsung announced uh, when the S20 that came makes out. Sense. Yeah. yeah. So 
Samsung announced uh, about three months ago when S20 came out that, that in five years, that phones will no longer be the new medium, wearables will. Okay. Okay, great. I think we're 10 years away. We're less than 10 years away from embeddables also. I mean, I know they already exist, but I'm talking about mass adoption, yeah. which I'm not honestly excited about. I really kind of like the things that are inside stay inside, things that are outside stay outside. Like no one ever told you to mix, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, well, that, that's, that, again, nature will win. I, don't worry about that. Nature will win at the end of the day. So when you look at all the different things that, uh, and, and then, so again, going back to the watching real quick, Samsung just said they're coming out with their first version of a watch that has a blood pressure element to it. Apple Watch already has EKG built in. They're going to have the same technology. Combine that with telehealth, okay? And now you can get someone's EKG reading, the blood pressure, and depending on the microbots that we're going to be taking quickly that can do a blood sample from us, that's new medicine. Plus with virtual bots at the same time that can pre-record these things, it, it's all changed. I mean, in five years, this is going to happen Crazy. in five years. So uh, everyone has to worry I about the landscape. You know, it's really, so I look at them like, okay, here we go. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like evolve or die, you know, it's, yes. and that's always been the case. And I love how people have been saying, you know, throughout this, um, I, I hate the word crisis and I refuse to use it, honestly. So I, I just, I, and it's not to deny anyone's pain, anyone's suffering, anyone's trauma or trouble. It's just, it's how you look at things is going to be mm. your experience. That's why I'm always like, you know, this, this turbulent time, this unprecedented time, <laughs> this very fascinating, interesting time in the world. Um, and now I completely forgot what I was going to say before that. <laughs> completely forgot. Okay. doesn't matter because I think yeah. we're out of time. Um, Scott, where can everybody go to find you? Uh, so they can go to healthcare360podcast.com. Uh, I'm on every social media site that there is. So if you look up healthcare360, we have our landing page there. Uh, I just branded myself. So that site is not up yet, but you go, you'll be able to find me at scotteburgess.com. It's all going to be hyper-directed to, towards each other. And, uh, of course, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, which is uh, that. And, uh, probably Twitter is my main site that I go to the most and use the most. So that's where they can find me. Got it. Okay, guys, we'll put all those links in the show notes and at sdran.com slash 97. So if you didn't catch one, you could hit replay or you can just click it through anywhere over there. Uh, yeah, I don't, I can't do Twitter. I can't do it. It's just like, and I feel like Twitter has a disproportionate amount of trolls to any other platform. You know, yeah. like every platform's got its people, you know, and every time I have a viral LinkedIn post, there's always a couple people on there, you know, trying to bash me and my mother, you know, and it's like, right. you get a couple on every platform, but Twitter, it's like, that's just where they congregate. I'm like, I don't want to hang out with you guys. Yeah, there's a way to control <laughs> that though. I mean, really, if you go in there and uh, not just block them, right? But uh, this is, I don't recommend you doing this, but it works. Okay, so if you give somebody okay. the three-second pause, you just and you automatically feel like that unease. <laughs> so, ST and I, I look at the, the, right now in the camera, and it's like, oh, what do I do, right? But <laughs> if you also come back out and say you go into a business meeting and you really want to jack someone up in the head, like really, really mess with them, and you go, 
you look at them up and down and go, are you wearing that to the meeting? Stop, walk away and go into the meeting. We don't even say another word to the person. Oh my gosh. It's like a little kid comes out and we'll probably just start bawling and crying. <laughs> Terrible. So, so when you go back to Twitter and you use that same methodology there and say, same idea. Yeah. Did, did you just say that you cowardice fool and leave? They're like, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> There's no way for them to come back. For it. There's just no way to do it because I'm with you yeah. to keep it clean, keep it positive, keep it fresh. But when people come back, I have no time for it. And they usually just end up on the block list anyways, and we're done. That's it. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I've had a Twitter account since I think 2013 or something, and I have yet to send my first tweet. I kind of like it like that. It's just empty. Oh. It's there. I'm a, you know what I am? I, I am a username junkie completely. So if there's a new platform that comes out, I have to get my username. Yeah, yeah. So I'll get my username and then I'll just let it sit there. So I got right. my Twitter account and I just let it sit there. Mm -hmm. It hangs out. Yeah. You have to go back every <laughs> once in a while to check in on it, just to log in to make sure you don't lose the account. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a complete username junkie. It, because uh, you never know if it's going to make, I mean, when everyone looked at Musical.ly, and you know Musical.ly, I'm sure your kids use TikTok, right? I, I, I know Musical.ly, I know TikTok. Musical.ly, I feel like died though. I feel like it was. And TikTok it like, awesome. Yeah, so Musical.ly went down. TikTok is right now, TikTok's not tanking right now. TikTok is like shooting up right now, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, but TikTok acquired Musical.ly. They, they rebranded it. I didn't realize yeah. that. That's what I'm oh, saying. that makes the whole world make sense now, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> so that, that just made my world make sense. I was trying to figure out where Musical.ly went. It went into TikTok, and that's why TikTok is booming. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Rebranded, uh, they had another uh, raise of capital, uh, actually a couple different rounds of raise of capital, and oh, it is where it is. I had my eye on both of them, and I missed that blip. Like, I, I missed that. Yeah, what do you think Gary Vee <laughs> thought oh about TikTok we could go on He's an investor in TikTok, because he was one of the ones that put money after it got rebranded. So for when TikTok, a lot of people who are gonna make a lot of money, because they're gonna get it gobbled up by someone. They're not gonna sustain themselves independently anymore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, one of the big guys is going to take it if they let. Oh, my gosh. We could clearly talk for much longer. I think, I think it's time for us to go. Um, but I have one surprise question, uh, which I didn't warn you about, which is I would love a quote. Now, you did give us something um, that you said if you want people to remember one thing, it's that you have a ripple effect. So if you want to lean on that, you totally can. But if you have another quote, it doesn't have to be your favorite one of all time, but it can be just to share with everyone to send them on their way. Uh, I'm not really big into quotes, more about posture and your, your purpose. Okay. So I'm more about listening, hearing people, not just listening to people, to make sure I understand them, asking questions to make sure I understand them, where they're coming from. And the one thing uh, I recognize, especially more and more as I age, is that you never know where someone's coming from. And let me put it into one different perspective. Someone could be coming in and smiling and putting a facade on, and they could have had the worst fight with someone that they loved beforehand, okay? So compassion, balance, understanding, empathy is really important. And I know empathy is an overused word a lot as of recent, but you don't know where someone just came from. And I mean physically sometimes, 
so just be compassion, compassionate with people, just use empathy with people and just realize that uh, sometimes everything can be as what it is. Sometimes it could be a cover up and you know, you may be that person who helps them get past what it is or helps them forget or help them move forward. That's all. I love that. Well, that is a beautiful piece of wisdom to send everyone on their way with. Thank you so much for joining us. Awesome. It's been really awesome guys for the rest of you episode 97. So you can get it on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google play, on Spotify. Like it's really everywhere. And you know, someone who will benefit from hearing this, you know, someone who's in the healthcare space, you know, someone who wants to know more about this, you know, someone who needs that little injection of positivity and forward focus that they're going to get from this show. So share the love. Hello. Why not? And subscribe, obviously. And we will catch you all next week. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?